Welcome, and thank you for joining us at New Perspective Podcast. My name is Lovey New, hosted with my handsome husband, Josh New. And today we're going to tackle the topic of quarantine fatigue. Is it a real thing, or are we just being brats? Yeah, so I've got some mixed feelings on this. I actually think it's a little bit of both, to be honest, because is it a real thing? Yeah, I think it's real. Anybody, even someone locked in a jail cell for however many years like that that's fatiguing it it wears on your mental your physical every bit of your being it weighs on you and not to say we're in the same equivalent as a prison but it it sometimes feels like that to some of us in the way that it kind of in our mental capacity the way that we interpret it but also we are being brats a little bit i heard when quarantine first kicked off like this is so bad we have to stay in our homes and all these things the and home I, you picked, right? Exactly. And one thing that kind of came up to me was always just thinking about, you know, the military, right? How many people are over in the sandbox right now fighting for their country and they're sleeping on an ISO mat if they're lucky fighting in for the you sand? Specifically. Correct. Say that. You know? And so I, I sit here like how how bratty are we to sit here and complain about being in our nice homes and our nice neighborhoods and yeah, we have to fight a, a, a a virus but right. we still i think we're being a little bratty that we, we feel so impacted by it and i'm not saying that we're not impacted because that's the other side of the coin we are being impacted the fatigue is real okay so with that being said it sounds and, and i agree with everything you're saying um now i, I am going to touch a little on the brat thing because you spoke about a little bit of being a prison yeah this isn't a physical prison well It kind of is. You physically have to be at home. Right. But the prison is the home that you pick. (laughs) It's the one you chose, you designed, you pick the bedrooms, you pick the colors, even this. I picked all this, right? Yeah. So how can I be really upset by having to stay um, at home? Um, The home that I feel the most comfortable at, I should feel secure. I should feel safe. I should feel um, that that is... Um, an area to grow. If you were going to get stuck somewhere, why not be your house? (laughs) Absolutely. Because it has everything you need. You have uh, everything. I mean, you have the ability to create whatever you want. Um, With that being said, though, the fatigue part is about time. And that's where we are. What are we now? We're going into probably five, six months. See, March 8th, I believe, or March 12th was actually the date that everything started locking down. So we're now August 15th. So, you know, we're talking uh, five months. Yeah. So that's what's weighing on us, I think, the most heavily. And then we have to think about just the mental stamina. This is something new. We've never dealt with this. And I pray on everything we never do again. Unfortunately, time repeats itself, but it's something that we're not used to. So do you feel like we're just not prepared for for such a change? No, I don't think we're prepared for it. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think we ever could be prepared for it. It's just one of those things that you're going to have to adapt and overcome. The, The situation is what it is. Coronavirus is here not leaving anytime soon. We, right. we hope that it will, but reality being what it is, it looks like it's here to stay. And I think that's another part with, that ties into the fatigue. It's not just how long it's already been, but I personally sit here like, how long is it going to be? See, like, how long is this crap going to last? So that's where we start creating anxiety. Yes. Honestly. I mean, if yeah. you sit there and that's the definition of anxiety, you have this impending feeling of doom but it's not so much a false feeling. It's a it's, it's an real. actual threat. 
So we're at threat level five at all times, and it's taxing. It's taxing yeah. on the mind, the body, the spirit, the soul, all of it. And just imagine if y'all watched the last show, and it was a joke, but it truly is true, for the parents, whether you're a mom or dad at home doing the digital learning, you are the school nurse, you are the lunch lady, you are the um, disciplinarian, you are the principal, yeah. you are the teacher, you're everything. Everything. So that's something that we have, haven't embarked on before until we've been forced to do this. Correct. So that's the one thing about the quarantine fatigue is the mental aspect. It's if we, if someone could give us a crystal ball and say, in five months this would be over. I bet you we yeah. could do better. We we would do better. Absolutely. You know, even if it was another five yeah. months, you at least could put in your head as that's the timeline I have yeah. to experience this discomfort. Like even right. when you get deployed to, to go overseas, you you get a tour of duty, go overseas. Like it's a time limit. You know what I mean? You know you're rotating back to you know even boot but camp. But Joshua, let's I know be there's a time coming. You know. I agree. Remember that, and just for you people that don't know this about the military, you might have a date <laughs> on um, <laughs> your orders, but it's just a date. Yeah. I mean that. But also to that point, think about this, and you know, you've you've known people, any of you that have people in the military or are in the military, you'll know this if you've been deployed. Like when that date comes, and then last minute they oh. change that date and extend it, and all, like your whole world is crushed. And that again, where the day before you weren't so fatigued, yep. now all of a sudden, not because of what's already happened, but because of what you know is still yet to come, it fatigues yep. you and it stresses you, it gives you anxiety. And all of those things, right now, actually, it's terrible. And, and you tell me this all the time because the stress you bring on actually weakens your immune system in yes. a time when we don't need that. So it actually kind of leads to another point that I wanted to bring up uh, on here. And this is the... It's the New Perspectives podcast, right? <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. So you're going to get some new perspectives. So for first of all, the topic is absolutely on point, and it's something that needs to be discussed because, Lovey, I'm going to tell you, we're not the only ones. Oh, I, gosh, no. I'm sure lots of – I know lots of people are dealing with this and probably having it way worse than what we are. You know, some people are having to decide, do I send my kid to school or do I go to work? Do I, do yeah. I even have a job? Do I – you know, all these different things that – that contribute to people's uh, stress levels, but there's also opportunity right. in this. And this is the part yeah. where I go back to being a little bit of brattiness, but it's all about the perspective. Right. So that's why I say try to change your perspective a little bit. And, and the one thing I wanted to point out here is this has been a very crazy time, a yes. very chaotic time. Um, it's forced us to be indoors. It's forced us to interact with the same people day in and day out. We don't have our outlets we used to have anymore that we're kind of used to. So there's That's a lot important. of changes going on at the same time. It's, you know, even going grocery shopping is not just going grocery shopping. The you process know? has changed. The process Everything. has changed. The, just going gives me, stresses me because I'm, I'm walking into the battlefield, so to speak, right? So, but there's also in every dark, there's light and light, there's dark. Always. And here's another situation. And I like to give a more positive new perspective and i like to focus on there's actually a lot of positives with with this um i don't know that they outweigh the negatives completely right but in every bad situation you've got to find the silver lining and the good there's always light you know? in darkness too yeah. and no matter how bad it is it's just a yeah, you know a philosophical kind of 
processing that we need to do mentally and emotionally sometimes no matter how dark the times is or are there is a light there is a little bit of light and you've got to reach for that light you've got to want it you've got to really desire to find that yeah. and i want to hit on something before we get too deep i just want to clarify and give you the true definition of what um according to the washington post specifically quarantine fatigue it's a person who has a condition uh, condition where they feel like they are done with isolating and restricting themselves from socialization they have been emotionally depleted during the extended period of time from being isolated from others living the same schedule day after day, and always contributing to someone developing this condition. So, which contributes to someone developing this condition, which is true. We are rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah. Our are. house is rinse, yeah. wash, repeat. And I completely, with, I'm with you where I almost, I lose it. Do I not? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm being real with y'all. He knows Feels this. like a twilight zone after a it while. It does. And I tell everybody, we kind of run our house on a schedule. But that's the one thing that we're saying that that's the defini definition of it, that you're kind of stuck doing the same thing. And even more importantly, we're stuck doing it um, not willingly. Correct. It's a forced thing. Yeah. So now you have someone telling you you have to do it. So that's the thing that I think is um, I agree with that definition of it. It's being isolated. Yep. It's doing the same, same old, same old. It's having the restriction. So with that being said, if we were normal, if there was no virus mm -hmm. and we had to just stay at home, we happen to be at home for three months, just normal, would it be really that big of an issue? And what I mean is it's like a teenager. You say be home at 10 o'clock. <laughs> they want to lose their shit like they didn't get any freedom. Yeah. But I'm like, you did. You got to go out and come in. It's the same thing. And that's why I kind of feel so shocked yeah. that grown people are, and including myself, I, I'm, I am not... I am not <laughs> excluded from this of going like, what the F I'm ready to do what I want to do when I do, because yeah. I've been doing that for the last however many years. Yeah. I don't want the government. I don't want my neighbor. I don't want Tom. I don't want my doctor. I don't want my husband telling me I got to wear a mask. I've got to be home. But we all have to look at the fact that this is for the greater good. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to stop hammering that one point. This is for the greater good. It's called survival of the fittest. This is not new. Hmm. This is not new. The animals that have become extinct, it's a reason. Something has changed in their environment, whether it's being killed or there's not food or the climate. Something has changed. All those things have happened to us just like animals. The climate's changing. Yeah. Where we get our food sources is changing. We're even scanning foods now. So Correct. it's... It's something that I would say, wrap your mind around it. And I'm going to give you some helpful things. We're going to keep talking, but I'm going to give you some clues. This is not a bad se session about fatigue and just be like, wham, wham. We're going to yeah. give you some solutions. So stay with us if you're out there. But that was one of the points I wanted to um, bring forward of we've, it's just a normal process of it survival is. of the fittest. So we're going to have a stronger immune system after this, whether we, we want are. to or not, whether we end up having to get a vaccine. And that's going to be a whole different 
show about the vaccine because <laughs> yeah. that's been coming out widespread and i don't know if it's a good thing i mean yeah so we're gonna get on that but i know that there was topics that you wanted to talk about i'm sorry i don't want to go no, down too big this of is a, a conversation so. right just open-ended conversation so but but you actually hit on something i was going to touch on too uh, and so you mentioned like all these animals and, and so forth that have become extinct yeah. and and the reason primarily that uh, animals whatever the case become extinct is because they're not able to adapt and you know that really is and that's what we have to do you have to in the military you know it's adapt and overcome um, and that's survival you you adapt to your your environment and your scenario and the, the hand you're dealt play the hand you're yep. dealt this is the hand we have we have coronavirus absolutely we have it so you got an old maid in your hand figure <laughs> out how to give it to somebody else I don't don't give the coronavirus to nobody else don't do that but my point is, is, you know, it, you do have to adapt. And that's what I want to try to throw you a few hints of some things that I think we can use to adapt, some things that we've used to adapt, not just telling you a bunch of bogus stuff, uh, but really things that have come across to us and have resonated. Um, but just first of all, some of the positive aspects you don't realize. So for most of us, you know, we get up in the morning, we follow a routine, go, we get dressed, eat breakfast, get the kids ready. Kids go to school, we go to work, everybody separates, right. you don't see each other. Um, and then we pick up the kids, and then when you pick up the kids, it's off to this practice and that thing, and, and then come home and rush to get homework done and, and um, dinner done and bath time we and all this stuff. We weren't happy doing that either. No, we weren't happy doing that either, right? But it literally, your day was completely packed with all this stuff. Right. And, and what I realized is we lost the opportunity to like really get to know each other. We have, you know, but the quarantine has forced us to get to know our most intimate people in our lives and our family. And I'll tell you, me personally, is a lot of times too, you know, parents, you know, hey, kids go play. Well, oh, yeah, now you can't, do that. you can't really do that, no. you know, and and furthermore, like, so it's helped me to understand my children's personalities better. Yes. What makes them tick? What makes them learn? What ma- what drives them? What bothers them? Um, what bothers them about each other? Uh, they get to learn us a little bit. They're learning more about our personality and we've got to adapt to each other and realize that we're all we got right here and, and we're going to make the best of it. So that's one thing I definitely wanted to point out that don't take it all as a bad thing. Right. Um, another thing that I want to touch on is kind of to the point we're making earlier about, you know, are we being bratty about being stuck inside? Think about the natural freedoms that you now are realizing you don't have that you had like how lucky we are to even be in the United States. Um, you know, that we live in this great country and we have the freedoms that we do to be able to go out and interact with other people in all different walks of life and, and skin tone colors and hair colors and whatever else it is. I think that's a, you know, something that's kind of lost on all of this is realizing the freedoms that we actually do have from just living in this country that other countries don't. don't have. So I think those are some very good things. And then another thing I want to touch on was diving into a hobby. Yeah, learning something new about yourself or teaching yeah. yourself something new. We've we've absolutely jumped on that. A lot of you know, a lot of hobbies and things that I've like had an interest in, but like <laughs> once again, we're getting up in the morning, yeah. going to school, coming home, cooking dinner. Doing, I don't have time for that shit. No. Now I got all the freaking time in the <laughs> world to do this shit, right? So now why not? I agree. Go be the kid that's inside of you and go all that shit you want to do when you were a kid and you didn't have the money, you didn't have the time, you didn't have the re you can order that shit off Amazon and do it with your kid and you We've just created that. a bond. 
We absolutely so, have. Even even what we're doing right now, this, this is a product <laughs> of the quarantine. quarantine. And we've been talking about this for years. Um, we now had the time. We were in the house together. It's a great thing. I get to use a lot of my knowledge. I have a, a plethora of knowledge that I hate that it's always about money when you have to come see me. Here's an opportunity for you to have a nurse practitioner, have somebody in IT, have someone who is a wife, a mother. Um, I am a sister. I, you know, that can identify. And this is something that we, I'm glad this happened during quarantine. So that's the plus. Um, I've had a, a more of a hand in educating my children yeah. and, and structuring things a lot better. I've also had the gift and luxury to teach my kids yoga and truly getting deep within themselves um having that ability to show self-control we, yeah. we i ran a test after teaching them yoga i was like well, let's see how much self-control you have um and, and and that's the things that i think that parents should take advantage of um this time to teach engage um, bond yeah we will not stop saying the word bond because we are all that we have right now we have a small number of friends that we engage mm -hmm. with um that's how we're going to continue to do that that's how can you talk about that for a minute um because you know you have a, a actual unique perspective that I, I think is good for other people too is because it doesn't necessarily always mean that you have to be completely segregated from everybody else right so you mentioned about hanging out with a certain group of friends can you kind of speak on that and why and how what your mindset is on that so my theme is, is I, we all have to be, and it's kind of um, just back to the science of our immune system. We're kind of knocking our immune system down by being indoors, but we're also protecting our immune system by being indoors. So it's one of those double-edged swords. Yeah. We have a group of friends that we exchange on purpose their germs. Like we let our kids play with their kids. We don't wear masks around them. Um, some of them are just as professional or healthy as us. Um, if we hear of any of their family members being, you know, immune compromised or have COVID, we would stop hanging out with them. Yeah. But I think it's important for you to pick up just a little bit of germs. So you're always still having that immune system build up. Um, so that's what I recommend to everybody have a small group. Social distancing is fine. Big parties and concerts. Correct. No, no, no. Stop in the madness. All yeah. the protests. Stop it. I, it's about finding that happy medium. You right? do. Find those couple friends that you guys can hang out with and you all are going to take the right steps, have the same kind of mindset. Yeah. And hang out with those group of people. But, you know, it does. So what? You can't go out and do, you know, the, the marathon race where you're, you know, standing right next to other sweaty people and you're not able to be in a gym somewhere working out, whatever it might be. Right. But you still can get out and and that's another thing that i have on, on that i want to talk about was just other ways that and ways we've used to actually like cope with the quarantine and find ways to get out because i think what you have to do is really just find ways that are um i won't say risk that, that you have to do some risk uh acceptance you know what i mean yeah. so, some uh, a risk Analysis. assessment right yeah. of what is the risk of me going out to do this particular thing take grocery shopping is it risky? Sure it is, but it's a necessity. It has to be done. So what do we do? One person go out, not the whole family. You take right. those kind of steps. Same thing we do. Like we like to get outside. Number one, go for a walk every day. Go for a walk. Take your spouse and go for a walk. Um, all you men out there go for a walk with your wife. I can't tell you how many, um, 
How times we've been stopped and neighbors yes. been like, oh gosh, I, we know I, asked, I wish my husband would come take a walk with me. He won't do it. And Absolutely. so forth. And it's good for you. It's good for both of you. It's good just to get out. It's good for your, your marriage, your relationship. So guys, get off your lazy ass, <laughs> go take your beautiful wife for a walk. And trust me, you'll appreciate it, and so will she. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Other things, like, so we're kind of really big into cornhole. That's one thing, which so is a really cool. So watch out for that, because yeah. we're coming for you. Yeah. Page always. <laughs> so one thing about that is you don't have to be right in another player, player's space. You right. can still wear a mask and play. It's not mm -hmm. like you're going to you know, be heavy breathing. So there's ways you can take advantage of that, and it's a pastime. You can drink. Yeah. You can have fun. You can socialize. You can talk. You can even keep your social distance if you actually Absolutely. want to. If you want to play with complete strangers, you could keep more than six feet distance from them and still play the game. We, we like to play volleyball. We yep. like to play uh, horseshoes. We like to uh, go do water balloon fights with our kids. Just get out. Do something that's we like outside. Hiking, yeah, boating, go hiking. Um, Thank you. Go yeah. to Lake Lanier and put a hammock up do simple little things y'all don't know i'm this is sad this is what i'm gonna say about quarantine i've wanted a hammock probably since i was a kid i used to have one growing up i finally ordered one off amazon found a tree hung it up and we <laughs> had the most peaceful day yeah. in the sunlight and or in the shade with some sun rays coming through and it was what you need it's a recharging it grounds you it's all those things that are important to Correct. the body, the mind, the soul, and, and more importantly, the connections you have with your spouse right now, it's probably the most important thing because that's the one person that has your back. I've heard horror stories of like relationships falling apart, and I get it, you're one, 24 seven, you're in each other's face. Yeah. You don't get a chance to miss each other. So that's the thing you were saying about, you know, we get out, we hustle and bustle, but then we miss each other. We, we, you know, we have that time away. You know, the, the the heart grows fonder. You know, with distance. That's correct. We don't have that anymore, and I see that more couples or are a little bit more agitated with each other. Be patient. Yeah. Talk to each other. Communicate. Understand that the wife's taking on a new um, role. She may have had a very prominent position, and now in her eyes, which some men may not understand, is being downgraded from just to, you know being a professional leader to just a mom um, that's doing digital learning. You're kind of like, oh, I went to school for three, four yeah. years, and I could have just been a mom without going to school. Yeah. So acceptance. We have to accept Correct. the change. So that's accept. something I want you all to think about, and that's also important. Other things I want to say that will help with um, quarantine fatigue, self-care, whether that's meditating, whether it's going for a walk with your partner, staying healthy and moving. I will not stop saying, stay moving, stay, stay moving. That will keep your immune system up. It will help your mind, body, soul, everything. Family fitness. Absolutely. We and engage in that. I work out almost twice a day. I do it with my husband in the morning yep. and then I do another session with my three girls. And and if I'm doing a show that day on yoga, it's three, four times sometimes. So yeah. stay busy, change your routine, make it something that works for you. Make it something that engages the whole family. Um, and we we have our private time. We love our friends. And we'll I mean, if they're watching and they'll admit 
you know, they invited us over last night um, to bring our kids over. And it was like a couple other couples to bring their kids over. The, and this is a group of, or a couple um, of people. We have already exchanged right. our immune system and all that with them. So we're comfortable. But we said, love you kids, but you're going to stay home. My daughter is old enough to be at home. We need our time too. Absolutely. So parents... Definitely don't be afraid to separate from your kids and kids don't be afraid to separate from your parents. It's everybody needs their individual time. The other thing I want to say is connect with others, find a sense of community, whether it's through Facebook like this, there's 50,000 groups out there. I'm on yoga during uh, quarantine. I'm on um, so many school homeschooling websites. There's so many ways to connect that now that's so much easier. Start your own book club. You've got to know three, four, five friends, throw out a book, y'all order it. Get on Zoom once a week yeah. and chat it up, laugh it up. Like, yeah. girl, is that new earring? <laughs> you looking thin as shit over there. <laughs> but engage. Because yeah. don't be upset that you don't get to touch them or be around them. The other thing is change your perception. Change your mindset that this is our new norm. So correct. what? That's that correct. we have to be home. Let's make it the best. Sometimes we're even like with the kids, we're like, Y'all can stay up late. I'm not going to fight you over you staying up late. Little things like that you do have to slide. And that's also the same thing I will tell people who are homeschooling. Be flexible. Let things slide. It's okay that you don't put the check in the box in in every single thing. Um, And lastly, I put redesign your schedule to keep it engaging. So those are some some of the things I would encourage people to do. Um, and the bigger factor that I kind of came upon and mm-hmm. realized more importantly is that we have a need to be around each other. We as humans yeah. have an affinity and desire to be around. When I posted this um, statement today, I had someone respond back. I'm really an introvert, so I normally enjoy being at home alone. But this this time of quarantine has taken a toll on me and my husband. I'm going to let you speak on that because your response was what? Well, so, yeah, it takes a toll on us. But, you know, um, even myself, like I'm one of those people. I'm very much, truthfully, if you know me, I'm very introverted. Yeah. I seriously could stay home all the time. Sticking them out. No, I'm just messing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Just messing. <laughs> um, I, I'm, and I'm perfectly comfortable. I'm fine with that. It doesn't bother me. Um, however... I will tell you, even myself, like, I'm like, dude, I want to get out of this house. I want to go do something. I want to go go talk to some new people. And so, like, I'm even trying to, like, find ways to uh, join other groups and get ideas and find new ways. So it's forcing me to be a little more creative about how we approach the situation, how we adapt to the situation. And so, yeah, it it sucks. It sucks. But we got to find ways. You you have to try. That's one thing is you You have to try. You can't just sit here and wallow in the fact that the situation is what it is and expect that you're just going to wake up and poof, it's gone because it's not. Yeah. And, and the more you resist, the more you suffer. So, so back to your point of acceptance. So I'm going to go down a little trail because remember, I like a lot of philosophy. And this one, this show will be a little bit longer than normal. So treat for you. <laughs> My question to you, um, you said you kind of really said surrender, accept. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the deeper lesson of quarantine right now? The deeper lesson of quarantine. Uh, well, 
I suppose for every person that could be a little different. Yeah. But I think what it's teaching everyone is uh, it's a little bit of a, a humbling experience. Yes. In that all of the things that you thought that mattered so much, you realize not they don't matter that much. Even your friends and all of that, that's great and all. Um, and I tell her this all the time, like, her and I have to stay strong yes. because, number one, I got three little girls that depend on us. And if we're not good, we're the foundation to the house. Yeah. And without that, the whole thing crumbles down. So we've got to – and that goes even personally, individually. I've got to keep my mindset good. I've got to do what – if I need to go work out, I need to go for a run to keep, to keep me from agitating my whole family or the same for her. Like, hey, I think you need to go do some yoga. You yeah. know? It, and we have to do that sometimes. You yoga. know what I mean? But, like, so – I think it's teaching us to slow down, yep. to be more patient, to be more healthy, to be more conscious. Hopefully, it's bringing us to more of an awareness, so conscious awareness. Um, and back to, like I said, uh, just resistance. And, and you can only resist for so long. And every time, that is what suffering is, is resisting what actually is. And we have to, fatigued or not, we have to acknowledge this is where we are. But again, there are ways and things we can do to try to combat it. And it's not all bad. So yeah. so take that lesson from it. You know what I mean? Even in the worst of situations, there's good to come of it. You know, I was sitting here thinking the other day, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to speak on this for a minute. Like this, this digital learning and homeschooling oh and, you know, again, it people don't realize how impactful that is and how difficult that is. And, and I'm going to yeah. speak on this just for a moment um, because this woman right here is like a superwoman. I, I just, she really is. She's my superwoman. So, um, and I just want to tell you personally Thank you. right here in front of everybody, I appreciate all the hard work you've done um, on my behalf and the behalf of our children. You Aww. have done an amazing job and I'm very proud of you and, and I'm proud of my children because um, it's also impactful to them. Remember it that. Um, even though your kids might be driving you up the wall and they're like parquet all over your furniture, but <laughs> you know or what? Porsche. <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> but realize <laughs> that, um, you know, they're dealing with a lot too. It's not easy. Oh it's not gosh. easy for anybody. So, um, but this homeschool thing and the digital learning, it's freaking tough, dude. It's tough as shit. I'm it sorry. Is. It's so like, and I work from home. I'm in my office most of the time and, uh, but I can hear, you know, what's going on outside and, and my wife trying my shit. to, yeah, sometimes it's Period. what it is. And then I come out there and I'm like, I, my shit's lost too. Cause I, I don't get it. This is crazy. I don't understand. And it's, it takes a lot. So I just want to say, you know, even if. Your, your wife is taking care of the, the homeschool thing and you're working and paying the bills and all those things. That's great. But realize it's all a shared responsibility. It is. And your wife needs that help. Go help. If you got 15 minutes, if you can just give her a break to go, just go use the bathroom in peace. It doesn't Oops. matter what it is, but like give your wife a little bit of break. I encourage her sometimes like, hey, go take a drive, you know, just. And okay. Friday, actually, what I did was I moved my office out into the thing with the kids and I let her go into my office and have some peace and quiet and work on things that matter to her. Right. Because that's another thing that's happening is as as especially, you know, women who are already kind of staying home. You had your routine, you had your yeah. things. And then now that's all being upended. And it seems like all day long, all you're doing is giving out and taking care of everybody else. And you're never taking care of yourself. So men, husbands. 
encourage your wife because she's a yeah. soldier. She's a rock star. She's not going to stop. Encourage your wife to stop, take a break, and you take help take on some of that responsibility too. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy for you. You're going to know even less about it, but give Tim, it a damn try. Can we tell the scenario? It was funny. It really was. And all that, once again, I love my friends. This is nothing but fun. So the girls of my group decided to go to a winery yesterday. Um, and so the husbands were left home with the kids. <laughs> and the amount of phone calls the my friends got from their husbands and even you know even like like a text message here and there from my kids it was like they were like i can't even leave for a second <laughs> and that's the one thing i will tell you it, it just it's a learning curve for everybody yeah we all got to we're adapt switching and dropping on the men so women be patient with your men um, because I, I ended up talking to some of the men later and I was actually busting their balls, excuse my language <laughs> about, Oh, you couldn't handle your own kids for a couple hours, a big baby. <laughs> but we, we were like, we deal with them all the time. Plus you, <laughs> but on a serious note, it truly, you have to have compassion for both sides. That's yeah. something I wish I would have said to the group yesterday, a little bit more clearly have passion, compassion for yeah. each other because it is different. And we are like, Normally, probably we wouldn't have been at such a like, we just got to get out. Like, yeah. And even us, like I got called the last minute. And I was like, out. I, yeah, threw, let's my, do I it. threw everything yeah. out of the way. I was like, I'm out. We're going to drink. Thank you. We just got to go. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was, it was kind of thrown on the husbands a little bit at the last moment. But my thing is have compassion for everybody, yeah. each other, it's hard for um, everybody. your neighbors, everybody. That's something that we have yeah. to, and have grace. That's a word that we heard from our church this morning. Correct. Having grace. I'm terrible about having grace sometimes for myself. So take those time for yeah. self care and getting out and let your hair down. And you know what? Husbands. Hey, I'll be honest. I'm going to be very honest. Yeah. I'm proud that y'all did call versus buying the wrong stuff. And then wifey gets home and it becomes a big argument. I do. But I'm making an executive women, decision. It's just wrong. You know? As women have to be understanding. No, but I, I do have to be understanding because at the end of the day, um, as long as my kid's healthy, which every kid, all of our kids, we came home, all had all their fingers, all their eyes. We were good in my book. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my kids got dollhouses out of it. So <laughs> it was a win-win. I came home. They were happy I left because they got dollhouses. So, But that's the kind of stuff yeah. that um, I think we just, it, we're experiencing that's a little bit different than before. Yeah, and to further that point, specifically as it relates to, to husbands and wives, or just couples for that matter, it doesn't necessarily specific to husbands and wives, but, you know, Lovey and I, we used to um, – we used to have like every Friday night was date night. Oh, and yeah. so we used to go out every Friday night without question. Miss date night. And we go, you know, who knows what we go do. We find a new activity, go eat dinner, go hang out, whatever it might be. And now we, we don't have that opportunity. We can't just get up and go somewhere no. and go have dinner and go do something new. So what, what we've done is actually try to adapt and overcome, which is we do a home date night. And yep. literally, um, after school on Friday, I don't want to see my kids. Get, I don't want to see you. You don't need to see me. It's mom and dad's night. It is. And sometimes we don't have anything great planned. Um, but sometimes I do go, like, one night literally dressed up to the nines and went right downstairs in my kitchen <laughs> and made a steak and a some baked potato. Steak. Yeah. Cooked the steak. 
baked potato, had some wine. We did it together. It was nice and fun. We've also like, hey, let's try a recipe we've never done before. We figure do, it yeah. out together. Some days you say, hey, there's just a bunch of random shit in the pantry and the refrigerator. Let's throw some shit together and see what we can make. Or do a contest between one another. You make something, I'll make something. We'll have a food contest. So what's, you know? what's our, our biggest pastime that the whole family gets into? Uh, I'm not sure which one you're talking about. You're gonna have TikTok. to TikTok. Oh, oh, that. Oh, so I hadn't gotten to that yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so cooking, but that's the next one is TikTok. <laughs> now I'm not a dancer, and if you see me on TikTok, oh, you'll gosh. probably know that. But I've got a house full of females, so you know I've been TikToking my ass off. But, <laughs> but it, it actually, you know, I I resisted it for a while to be honest with you. He was like, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want. I don't dance. I don't like that. Yeah. And you know what? I finally stopped resisting and had a fucking ball i gotta be honest we, like i had a funny. blast yeah i look like an idiot but who gives a shit so do half the people on tiktok and every other social media platform <laughs> but you know what i'm gonna tell you this one thing and this again guys i'm talking to you because i'm a guy we're very resistant to that bullshit i've seen there's literally tiktoks that make fun of guys who won't participate with their wives doing tiktoks yeah. so which i, I resonate <laughs> with they're funny but um you know what it did for me? It, it, it put a smile on my entire family's face. It did. Like we, we, for an hour or more, we just sat there <laughs> trying to perfect the dance. And once again, teach yourself a new skill. I can't dance worth the shit. But you know what? I learned some dances. He did. I we all some. have, actually. I, what was it? The Tootsie Sly I was doing? Man, oh, we were killing look. it. We got like four or five versions of I that. I was doing it all fucked up. I did it wrong. But then I did it cool. We had fun, though. My entire family was laughing at the end. And, and you know what? It wasn't about me doing the perfect Tootsie Slide video. It was about everybody having a smile on their face, yeah. forgetting about this quarantine fatigue crap, and just enjoying life and just enjoying each other. So, yeah. So that was one thing. Uh, we play board games. Um, I've found like websites that are for um, uh, couples. Little like you can literally print them off on a piece of paper and play oh, little yeah. like categories games. Yeah. We played and just you know question and answer games to learn more about your spouse. Um, so there's lots of different things. Go for a picnic sometime. You know we went to the other day. We went to Lake Lanier and just hung out at the lake all we day. Did. You know so. There's different ways you can get engaged with your partner and your spouse. Um, take that initiative, plan it, and then also take turns doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So wife picks it one time. Maybe sometimes it's completely, look, I don't I don't know what we're doing. I don't care what we're doing. I'm just going to show up at 6 o'clock ready for your activity, and I'm going to play along. And then you do it vice versa. Right. You know? So those are some ways I think is very important for us to keep you know, the, the so are you telling me, I just want, we're sitting here, we're going to have a live moment. Are you telling yeah. me that I need to plan next date night? Cause hubby normally plans, um, the date nights and the activities. So I feel like he's doing a little subconscious or, you know, sub not subconscious. I'll tell you, yes, we need to plan them both ways. You know what I mean? Oh, so, so, so the next one is, uh, it's on me. Don't have to be the next one, but yeah. Are we fighting on camera? No. Oh, no, darn. No, I wanted no, to fight on camera for no, once, but no, you're no. not going to see that. But, um, absolutely. He's right. Yeah. And so I will plan the best date night ever so next friday be a good night <laughs> Maybe. with that being said i want to go over some common um symptoms of quarantine fatigue and these are things that i really want to voice to people to family members um within your home and checking through uh zoom facetiming with other family uh, members that aren't in your home and watch out for symptoms such as increased irritability, anxiety, 
feeling tense, insomnia, or oversleeping, eating too little or too much. I have done both. Um, having a lack of motivation, check, had that. Experience reduced productivity, yep, sometimes. Loss of focus and concentration, having social withdrawals. And that is the weirdest thing that I want to hammer. People are thinking that people are socially withdrawing sometimes due to quarantine. They're actually depressed. They don't, they don't have you anyone don't that can come that. pick right. them up. Like there are people who are homebound and they're yeah. used to their family members coming over once a week to stop by, bring food, groceries. They may not be able to do that anymore. Yeah. So now they've lost that person who was their communication or that gave them that connection to life, to other life forces and energy. Yeah. They don't have that. So that's something that I watch out for. People are like, oh, I just want to talk. That's signs of a little bit of depression kicking in. Um, I also want to touch on a topic and this is just a wrap up kind of on, um, the reason why I think we're dealing with such great fatigue is a couple of things. Um, there's a thing called caution, uh, fatigue as well. And I was telling my husband about this mm -hmm. when something happens where you have to brace down and it's, it's an emergency it's in your face. You are holding everything together as much as you can, but, when you don't know how long you can hold everything together, the fatigue sets in. And this is yeah. the truth. When I used to work at ICU, we were, the alarms would go off and you, everybody's moving. We're scared. But over time you hear the alarm and it starts to not affect you as much. It mm -hmm. kind of is like background noise. And I think that's what we're getting to right now with the fatigue is, yeah. It's background noise about some quarantine or something that I'm supposed to be worried about. But I really think that we need to reevaluate, reorganize um, ourselves on protecting ourselves. Yeah. Even myself, I have to re-go back to some of the routines that I was doing at the beginning and how we were washing clothes and all the processes because Don't it is going to come back. Yeah, you do get lazy. Yeah. And I feel like even myself, I've gotten lazy. See that? And it said that reducing productivity. Absolutely. So yeah. that's what I'm saying is so we have to revamp that up. And that's okay. It happens at your job sometimes. Yeah. And you'll have your boss come yep. in. So you just have to do the same thing. A little cleaning. And don't be afraid to sage your homes. I know if you don't believe in sage, <laughs> please, please open some windows sometimes. If you don't want to sage your home, just open windows yeah, and let the air, air flow in. Because it gets stagnant. It does. Push some of that energy out, and then you'll feel a little bit renewed, too. Yeah. I hope. At yeah. least that's what I do for my kids. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I have one last thing I want to touch on real quick. And um, this isn't just for men. Um, I think it's probably the majority of, of men are in the situation, so I want to talk to them. But it's for anyone working from home. So um, I work from home and, and have been for a while now, but it's not a lot of people. This is brand new working yeah. from home. It's a brand new thing. Um, and it, it can be very different, very different. And so a couple of things I want to touch on, because it's another way where you can kind of get uh, stuck in that depressive state. Um, yeah. Number one, what happens a lot of times is you um, your work is, you know, Traditionally, you get up and you go to work. You sit in hour, hour and a half of traffic if you live in Atlanta, and you know you travel to work, and that's kind of your time. Listen to music, unwind, whatever. You do your work. You have the same thing coming home, and you miss your spouse and all those things. Well, it, when you work at home, you you miss that drive. You miss your alone time. You miss your kind of 
your your me time to kind of unwind um, on the way home, so to speak. And the other thing is, is work is always there. So yeah. you still hear the emails pinging. You still hear the, you know, whatever it is. And I'm going to tell you, you got to put something in place because um, work is never going to all get done. You know it as well as I do. You could work your ass off until midnight <laughs> and it's still, you could do it every night and there's still yep. be more work than you could complete. So realize that you're never going to get it all done. Um, the other thing is, is put some rules in place. I have some rules. Like my, my shutoff time, I work nine to five, baby. Don't contact me before and don't contact me after because I'm not going to answer you. My uh, So one thing I do at five o'clock, I shut all my laptops down. I don't care what it is. Turn my phone off. Leave it in the office. I shut the uh, door and I don't go back in there. It's an office. It's meant for work. And that's what it's for. So put some things like that in place where you can just turn it off. Leave it alone. Your family is what's most important, not your job. Uh, the other thing is, um, let's see. Um, giving your wife a break, like I said, getting out, just stretching, get, yeah. get out of the office, get out of your desk. There's sometimes I'm on meetings, literally back to back all stinking day. And I can't really, you know, get away and go do things I want to do, which is fine, but at least get up. Even if you're on a call stretch, um, my wife is on my behind all the time about, you know, doing some four folds and doing some yoga Absolutely. and stretching my, and it's, and I'm glad drinking water, keeping yourself hydrated, all those things. Um, the other thing too is, um, don't eat at your desk. That's another one. You're already at home yep. and you know, you get so busy and you just in your zone and whatever else, take that time to get away from your desk and go eat. Also, guess who else is, you can eat lunch with now? Your family. I eat lunch with my family every single day before we never had that opportunity. Oh, the gotcha. kids are at school. We're all at work. You never had the opportunity. So now take that opportunity to actually have lunch with your family. Um, because you do have it. Don't go eat your lunch at your desk. Yeah. Um, and then um, for the most part, just the other thing I will say you can do, take some time to like meditate. Yes. You know what I mean? Get yourself grounded. Work and stress you the hell out. And then you will turn around and take that out on your spouse or your kids. And that's not fair to them or yourself. So sometimes you might need to just do a quick meditation before you get started. Yeah. Or whenever you're done. And even her and I have come to a thing sometimes that like, hey, at, you know, from like, I'm done at five, from five to five thirty. I don't want you or those kids to talk to me. I need to debrief. Right. And we, we have those kinds of rules or things we put in place. So I just wanted to touch on that. Cause that's another thing that I think you get, I know I can speak for myself stuck in that dark office in front of those stupid computer screens, not able to get mm -hmm. out, not able to interact with people or with nature. And you just get sucked into your work. Don't do that. That's a caution from me to you. And, and I think if we follow a lot of these rules, we brought up a lot of great points, Lovey. You yeah. got a, a ton of great information. Um, and I really appreciate the conversation. I appreciate oh. the ideas. Um, and all of this is, I mean, we have some topics, but really this is just genuine conversation. And we appreciate you guys, you know, joining us as well. And so just once again, uh, if you want to go back, look at some of our previous episodes, we're going to continue bringing podcasts to you. Uh, if there's something you want to hear about, you have comments about it, reach out to us. We'd like to hear from you. And I just want to thank everyone for listening to our new perspectives as we inspire hope and ignite the love for life. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you all.